Happy Tuesday. Today, we are going to talk about training your staff. That's right. Get them the knowledge that they need to not only help every customer that comes through there, but put a smile on their face and exceed their expectations. Believe it or not, if you put just a little time into training, it will make it more successful for them. And you might even see some growth on that top line. All that after the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Hello and welcome to the Find the Green podcast today, the last podcast of the month of January. I just wanted to do a couple quick things. We just hit 1,000 downloads in a single month, which is a new record for us. We're very excited. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for telling your friends, telling your colleagues, and I'm going to do my best to continue to put out some of the best content to help you and your staff do great things for the golf industry industry. Also, I wanted to give a little shout out to Stefan Erdman, who sent me a note all the way from Germany. It's amazing to realize that my podcast is reaching internationally. Thank you so much for listening and keep growing the game. So today we are going to talk a little bit about staff training. It's something that uh, I spent the week skiing actually, and I saw a lot of errors and issues that were coming up in their staff training. And I wanted to see if we can get that translated to the golf side and see if we can take some of their errors and make it our benefits. So I'll just kind of give you a rough idea of some of the things that happened. We took some skiing lessons to kind of better our skills a little bit and they sold us an additional package that would allow us to learn a little bit more and come to find out that that package was not available to our skill level. Our skill level, I am happy to say was higher than where they were aiming so but we had to go back and get a refund we also signed up for some snowboarding lessons i'd never done it wanted to try it and they had a basic package and then they had an add-on package that come to find out was not valid back to back you had to do it one part today the next part the next day they didn't tell us so we got a refund for that there was just a lot of issues in the training of the staff when it came to get my skis fitted. Basically, just a lot of issues where the staff didn't really understand what to do. And as an operational consultant, it made me go, hey, all right, how can we translate this to golf? So this is the perfect time of year if you're above the frost line to really start to focus in on training staff. And I know a lot of places don't start bringing staff in until a couple weeks before the season. Some of us are year round, like here in Charlotte, where this is a perfect idea since the temperatures are a little cold and there's not really a ton of people that are out on the course, which offers a lot of downtime. And what I love to say, and this is a great phrase to have in your mind, is downtime is the perfect time for training. Now to start this off, one thing that you can do is put together some times that you know are going to be quiet in your T-sheet and set that up as a designated time every single week 
that you can talk to your staff about everything that's happening in the upcoming weeks so that they have complete understanding of what is on your calendar and what your expectations are of them. One of the greatest things that you'll find is the more questions that they can bring to you and the more discussions that you start during these times, the more knowledgeable that staff is going to be when a customer comes in and asks those same questions that they wouldn't have had the answer to if you didn't have that meeting. Another thing going over procedures that you have, just picking out one or two for every week that you do this so that they can accumulate in your staff's mind really will allow it to sink in. And how you can get it to sink in, and this is one of my favorite ways to do it, is role playing. And the more you can role play with inside staff and outside staff, the better off you're going to be when it comes to overall customer satisfaction. Because the difference that I see between the really good golf courses when it comes to service and the mediocre ones are the outside staff. Now, I've had the benefit of working at some of the highest end golf courses, and I've also worked at some municipal golf courses where service is not quite as high as those ultra elite golf courses. And the biggest thing that I've seen is if you can get your outside staff to give that little extra bit of service, it will allow that person that's there as a customer, as a golfer, to feel as though that they are getting the service of a high-end golf course. The more that you can get that feeling across to them, it shows that your staff is going over and above. And the first person that the people see coming onto the property is your outside staff. The last person that they see is that outside staff. So it is really important to convey to them that they are the beginning and the end of that customer interaction. And if they're leaving and they have a poor experience with that outside staff person as they're leaving, it could completely deteriorate everything that happened positively on the golf course that day. On the flip side, if they have an amazing experience out on the golf course and they get that great service as they come in and as they leave from your outside staff, you would be amazed at the positive reviews that'll happen and how they're going to get up on a soapbox for you. So it's important to make sure that your outside staff understands how huge, and I'm going to say huge again, their job is when it comes to customer touch points and those little moments that they can have with the customer that can enhance or detract from their experience at the golf course. Now, this is rolling into what I was talking about a little bit earlier with skiing. Price lists and services offered. This is something that I see at golf courses mess up just as much as I saw last week on the slopes. So it's so important to make sure your staff understands what kind of services that you offer, the lessons and the lesson packages and prices that you have, any discounts or special days that you offer a lower price on your range or your golf itself, any programs that you have with junior golf or the military or your first responders, all of those things need to be known by those staff members that are interacting with your customers that are coming in because if they don't know then they look really silly and that's all on you for not training them so it's really important to make sure that you give every staff member that you have the ability to really shine at their job and the way that they can do that is through training just dedicating a little bit of time two or three quiet hours throughout the
throughout the week and you'll definitely start to see an uptick in morale and you'll also see an uptick in customer service. Now we're going to start diving into cross-selling and upselling. Here's another thing that you can really use these downtimes to talk about how they can turn a sale into an additional sale. That additional sale can be anything from if they buy a pair of shoes, are they going to need some socks with that? Are they going to need a spike tightener? Anything that goes along with those new shoes, you want to make sure you at least offer it to them. Now, a lot of places are going to go, what are you talking about? on this one but there's some key profit sales ideas here and what I mean by that is what are you trying to sell that week what are you really trying to move that week and there's a lot of places that are like I don't have anything that I'm trying to move on a specific week well if you key in on something and you really try to sell a certain item or a certain group of products you're going to be able to not only sell that but you're going to be able to do cross-selling and upselling on that so for example, let's say, hey, we've got these brand new Wilson golf balls in. They're one of the hottest things for the mid price point. You can get two dozen of them for $30 and it's one of the greatest deals that's going on out there. Oh, okay, well, I'll take some of those. All right, very cool. And we got some teas that you can go with that as well. And they're just an extra buck. All right, throw it on. Well, guess what you just did? You not only sold two dozen golf balls, but you also added on some tees. And there's a lot of places where you hear the recording where it's like, all right, your total is 58.77. Would you like some golf balls, tees, gloves, or ball markers? It's like, well, that's not really a conversation. It's just kind of an ending to a sentence and nobody really listens when you put it in that perspective. But if you can say one specific thing, hey, this week we have Titleist gloves that are on sale too for $19.99. Are you interested in something like that? If you do that, it really focuses them in on a specific item as opposed to just randomly spewing out different categories that you have. If you can keep track of these categories and show your staff how they grow every single week, it will definitely get them on board with trying to promote something every week. Because if you have a focus, that's the whole point of metrics is to give you something to focus on. And if you are trying to sell one type of item every week, you'll start to see that growth. And it will spill over into everything else that you offer because once you start that conversation, it can turn into, now I don't need a glove, but I do need a pair of socks. And you can always make that happen. Now, here's the, the last thing and it really bothers me when I walk in and I ask somebody about some information on a product and they have no idea and it's sitting right in front of them. There are so many places that you can go to get information about the products that you offer. If there's a brand new driver that you just got in, find out everything that you can find out about it. The great thing that is out there now is most of the products that you're selling have their own information site and they actually have great ways for your staff to get discounts discounts on their golf product just by learning more about that type of product. For example, TaylorMade has a site called TMAG, which is allowing staff members to go through a bunch of modules to learn about their products. And by passing these modules, they actually get discounts on product. What an amazing way for your staff to now get discounted product from some of the best manufacturers out there and be able to stand behind the counter 
with that knowledge in their head, if somebody comes in and asks, why would I want to get the driver that just came out versus the one from two years ago? They will have that information and be able to tell them, well, the newest driver has X, where the older driver didn't have that kind of technology yet. So just arming your staff with information allows them to be an expert in that industry. And by doing that, it will give you the ability to help golfers get the clubs that they need. And if they go out and they start playing better because of clubs that you recommended, because the knowledge that you have, you are going to start to see more and more product go through your pro shop. And the last thing that I want to talk about when it comes to training, train your staff how to use the telephone properly. I've seen staff members that have been on the phone with their back to the counter and eight people standing at that counter waiting to go out and play golf and they're talking on the phone about a general information question. Make sure that you have procedures in place to teach your staff how to handle that situation when you have a large amount of people that are standing right there waiting to go out and play golf and whether or not that phone should go to an answering machine or an answering service or whether it needs to be picked up on the third ring regardless of what's happening in front of them. All right, well, that's all I've got for today. Just remember that downtime is the perfect time for training. Have a great week. If you have any questions, all my information is in the outro. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's Find the Green podcast with PGA Master Professional Jason Rockhold. Hit subscribe now to get the latest Find the Green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week. Email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Find the Green. 